Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at The Trophy Room Show. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? How are you, Kyle? I'm blue. I'm blue. I see. For for the state of play, no less. <laughs> Absolutely. That yeah. was that was the main reason. No, not really. Uh <laughs> it's summer camp. I'm back at summer camp, so yeah. I had to uh be do festive. the tradition of uh, dyeing my beard for summer camp. I love it. I love it. With yeah. that, with that said, Kyle, we delayed the episode by a day this week because mm-hmm. we wanted to talk about all the state of play news, which we've have a death loop focused state of play that we're going to be covering, but a ton of indie games also shown off there with some release dates as well. We're going to be talking about Assassin's Creed uh, Infinity and beyond. And, of course, the Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut upgrade controversy that has been plaguing PlayStation the last few days. And with that said, Kyle, I want to address our patrons, our producers over at Patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. I want to shout out our newest member, EJ. I want to thank our upgrading members, Captain Logan, who's now a silver member and cypher primus who's a silver member i want to thank our platinum producers todd berwitz too soon our gold members chaotic monkey gavin goffrey griffin west jose jimenez jedi master ren metal kirby and robbie bobby miller i want to thank our silver plus members hide indoors marcus o'neill oh it's just ray jb the purple monkey jadis von middle tim ulf justin rodriguez awesome dave and mr and mrs nasty boots thank you all so very much. And Kyle, I need to I need to address this controversy that's been plaguing our Discord uh, and our Patreon for the past few days. Um, we announced a few days ago that we were going to have, you know, our Road to Greatness episode where each and every uh-huh. month Kyle and I yeah. break down, deep dive into a game within the PlayStation ecosystem, preferably that on PlayStation Now so that people could join in and play the game with us and join us on our deep dive conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had four categories, four contestants, okay? Yeah, yeah. We had Puppeteer. We yeah. had Gravity Rush. We had Enslaved. Uh-huh. We had Dark Cloud. Yeah. Some people said, Joe, you you seem like you're campaigning for Gravity Rush. Me. I am some people. Not, awesome Not Dave, seem to be. Not seem to the be. The majority don't, of the Discord say this. <laughs> don't, don't be saying seems. Don't act innocent in this. Uh-huh. You're like, hey, from the main account on Twitter, yeah. here's our Road to Greatness polls, a vote for Gravity Rush. That's pretty much what the tweet was. I, I mean, is that technically an endorsement? Who knows? <sighs> Some shady business going on over here. But that said, democracy prevailed today. The people have spoken. Oh. My influence or not. All right. Coming in at last place. And I'm so sorry, Puppeteer. But it's Puppeteer. Oh, Marcus damn. O'Neill fought the good fight. One day, Marcus. One day. One day. (laughs) One day it'll happen. Enslaved. Odyssey to the West falls at number three. Okay. And now here's here it comes. Gravity Rush versus Dark Cloud. Kyle, democracy prevailed. 
And mail-in ballots came in. Gravity rushes the winner by two votes. That is our next game on the road to greatness. <sighs> and it's okay if you want to campaign for a game. Like, I wanted Gravity Rush. I said, people, go out there, vote. The people spoke. People chose Gravity Rush. So that's I, uh, the next to be game. fair, that's I, want people, I want people who are either watching us on YouTube or sure. listening to us. My disdain is not for Gravity Rush. I'm excited to play Gravity Rush. <laughs> My disdain yeah. are the... It's how you got uh, to play Gravity Rush. It's, it's the road of where we traveled to get here. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is where we're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm excited. Gravity Rush is such an amazing game on Vita. The remastered yeah. is on PlayStation 4, uh, or sorry, on PS Now on PlayStation 4. So um, go out there, play it. It's only like 15 hours, 18 hours the plat. Uh, yeah. We'll be discussing it later on this month on the road to greatness. And honestly, even Dark Cloud, the reason why I campaign against it is it's all like Dark Cloud takes like 30 hours to beat. And I'm like, yeah, we I don't have that much time. So Gravity Rush seemed to be the easier one because I picked both of them. I picked Gravity Rush. Sure. I picked Dark Cloud. Yeah, those are my two babies. I just uh-huh. made a mistake with Dark Cloud. It will come I wanna, back. I want to know, sure, just audience, what do you have against my choices here? Huh? <laughs> That's really what I know. Yeah. Uh, once again, they are in the bottom two. Uh-huh. What I? Why? <laughs> I don't. They're great games. Yeah. I want to play them. I you got one case enslaved. I want to play it again. Puppeteer, yeah. I would love to experience for the first time. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <sighs> Fine. Next time I'll pick, I don't know, God of War 2018. There you go. Maybe that'll, if that'll get you to Death win. Death Stranding or yeah. other games we already did a road to greatness for. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Kyle, I also want to let the audience know this. We are right now recording in a tropical storm. Not outside. Yeah. Don't worry. We're nope. safe. But if you hear some thundering, some very heavy rain, it's coming and going so far. But we are in Tropical Storm Elsa. Yeah, we're about to go into Elsa the storm. unknown. Yeah, exactly. So yep. with that said. And she's not letting it go. It's some of the scariest thunder I've heard in a while. So if you hear any thunder, don't worry. Poseidon's not striking you. It's striking us. Yeah. <laughs> that said. Hey, Joe, I got a question yes. for you. What's that? Do you want to make a podcast? I Do you, you want to so talk much. about the state of play? <sighs> Moss Book yes. 2 and tries a Midgard and Deathloop on September 14th. Cargo cannons and Death Stranding. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that stays in. I love you so very I much. I want you to stay in. I want you to keep it. <laughs> state of play, Kyle. We delayed this show for state of play. Uh... I want I want to know your thoughts walking in. Because when they announced this earlier this week, a lot of people are like, so the headliner is a Xbox Studios game, mm-hmm. technically, in Deathloop. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh yeah. Beth- I mean, Xbox bought out Bethesda. Deathloop is a timed exclusive for PS5, at least I believe for like a year, year and a half. But after that, it comes to Xbox. And a lot of people are like, why? Why showcase this game? Why still keep marketing this game? So I want to know, Kyle, your expectations walking in. Because they said a few third-party games, a few indies, but this is this majority of it, nine minutes of it, Deathloop. I want to know your thoughts walking in and why give this state of play dedicated to Deathloop. 
Sure. So uh, I was at work the other day when this uh, was announced, and at first you were like, all right, it's happening. I thought whatever you're text was like where we got something yeah i was like oh sweet i'm super excited and i had my hopes up for like every every dream like a full 90 minute show of horizon god of war 2 and other cool things that we don't know about final fantasy final fantasy 16 and all that uh jazz um but then you read the blog and and they set expectations no major PlayStation Studios, whatever. So I kept it in check, but I was still super excited because you know me, I love me my indie game. So I was excited mm-hmm. to see some new looks at some cool indies. Um, so I was excited walking in. And as far as like why do Deathloop, I, I, it makes sense, right? It, like it, it reminds people who might have seen the headline of like Xbox buys Bethesda and um, – they might think like, oh, so that means this game that we saw last year that's coming to PlayStation exclusively is not coming anymore. So it makes sense to remind people. It's also like a good move for Microsoft just to be like, hey, yeah, it's it's like a very good like uh, just like a relationship kind of thing, like a respect a game respect game kind of thing. Like, sure, well, we understand this is going on another competing platform, but like it's still a cool game. It's still going to be an hour thing, so why not show it off? Yeah. Um, it also makes me think, and I hate to say this, Joe. Say it. They need to show something for PlayStation Five in the holiday season. Sure. And in case Horizon is not hitting this holiday season. Why not show a big game like Deathloop and really have that be like the the tentpole for this holiday for a PS5 exclusive kind of game? Okay. Um. So yeah, I can see I can see that being the reason why. I still have faith for Horizon. Same, I do. Herman, November. any day now. November. Any day now. Any yep. day, just like you said on the blog post, it's coming sooner than we think. Um. So that said, like they walk in with this blog post, they say we are not talking about Horizon. We're not talking about God of War or PSVR two. That that comes later. So I was like, okay, we, we know we're getting another one of these in a few weeks. You know, the rumor is, is that some of their partners aren't ready yet, quote unquote, to bring their stuff over to state of play. And that's why they're holding off. Again, rumor is speculation. But whether whatever case may be, it ain't here yet. It is coming. And even just reading that last paragraph, you just see it, it's going to happen. Uh, so I'm expecting a small show here. And the internet's like, oh, Sony already, you know, readied us for disappointment. I'm like, really? Is that the attitude we're going into this with? Okay, fine. Uh, awful attitude to have. Yeah, awful. awful. That said, it is the internet. It is Twitter. And it's an awful place. But I, I want to mention this about Deathloop. Um, I mentioned it on our stream when, when we stream live at twitch.tv slash Room is that uh, big shout out to PlayStation, big shout out to Bethesda, big shout out to Microsoft, because they could have been big dinguses about this, but they all chose a really respectable path to have. This is a deal that was carved out before the Xbox and Bethesda deal was, you know, finalized. And PlayStation and Bethesda have this deal with Deathloop, have this deal with uh, Ghostwire. And they're just like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is at least a feeling it is. We're going to have a smaller state of play in July. We're going to showcase your game there. It'll be the headlining event because we can't have you at our main show anymore because you are our competitor at this point. 
right? Or part of it. So mm-hmm. we'll still showcase your game here at the state of play. Uh, and we'll still promote your stuff as when the game comes out on September 14th. But this this is this is the best case scenario. And Bethesda, being very respectable, said, okay, let's do it. This sounds great. And even like seeing Phil Spencer go, hey, check out Arcane Studios game, Deathloop, and tweeting out the state of play thing. A lot of people thought that's a jab, but think about it. That is one competitor saying, hey, go to this 30-minute advertisement to our other our competitor and so i really got to respect all three parties here of really handling this with care and respect really yeah feels too busy just having that rmb game pass video on loop (laughs) in his office watching that that was awful i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna take the heat. i didn't watch it but i i i think that's clever i think it's cool oh, the all for one uh it just yeah. reminded me because i'm hispanic and i've been to a lot of quinceaneras of uh of a lot of quinceaneras i've been to and i've just it, I got you. it's always on it's like i need to leave this is the <laughs> slow like the slow dance portion i'm like i gotta get out of here so um with that said kyle yeah. let's talk about what we saw at this state of play, because honestly, sure. oh, way, way more games than I thought were going to be here. So both of our expectations leveled. The first game out the gate, Moss Book 2. I want to just say it's a, these are just a, a yay or nay and a why, why not? Sure. Just to keep things short. So Moss Book 2, PSVR, yet again, it's not leaving that platform. Uh we both loved Moss on PSVR. Kyle, yay or nay on this one? Uh, huge yay. I yeah. love Moss. It's one of the few games that I have uh, video game artwork up here on my walls. Um, even though I never finish it, but I, w- I was because of a uh, a glitch in the game that would l- not let me respond or, or, or pass by a puzzle later mm-hmm. on. I think I had to do it with like an elevator or whatever. Um, yeah, I love Polyarch's Moss. I'm so happy that it's getting a... a, a Bigger and better sequel from what it looks like. Yeah. Um, huge win for PSVR. Another like standout huge title for that. Yeah. Awesome. I'm same with you. This is a huge A. This is one of the best VR games that I've played, especially early VR. Like, yeah. how do you deal with platforming? How do you deal with a third person little action game? This is definitely how. So, like, for me, Moss Book Two is a big yay the next mm-hmm. game is arcade geddon uh this comes out by Elphonic. uh this these are the creators of predator hunting grounds this is a total new game from that studio new ip multiplayer centric it looks like you got horde mode it looks like you got some sort of like competitive multiplayer component you said it something really interesting I think what, what did you say it was it kind of I looked said like, it, it, it's like uh Fortnite mixed with Rocket League mixed with like Fall Guys. Yeah. So what what did you feel about this game? Is this a yay or a nay? I'm kind of in the middle. I'm I'm bending the Same. rules a little bit. I'm a, I'm like a meh. Like okay. I it could be fun. Like it, it does look like some of those modes look like a lot of fun, especially the ones with like that giant wiffle ball bat where you're yeah. just knocking people into oblivion. Um it could be fun. I just don't know if I if I want to go for like a fun multiplayer kind of goofy game, sure. I don't know if it's doing enough to pull me away from Knockout City and Fall Guys. That's very fair. That's actually, yeah, I, I like, I like, I like that one hundred percent. I feel the same. I'm kind of like a man. Like I'll try it out, but it's not. 
it's not something I'm chopping at the bit yeah. for. It kind of reminds me of uh, Boss Key, their last game, uh, before they, they tried, what was it? Forget what it was, but it was kind of like a BR game uh, that just didn't like pan out. That's what I kind of feel here, and some of the animations are a little bit chonky. But other than that, again, it looks cool. It's got a great premise. Uh, but our next Lawbreakers? game, Lawbreakers. Oh no, Radi- Radical Heights. Radical Heights. Radical there, Heights is one. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, that said though, the one I was very excited for, Tribes well, of Midgar. Also, I don't know if you said it, but Arcade get an early access out today. Oh, sorry. Yes. Uh, full game coming out next year in 2022. Yes. So I'll, I'll definitely. Yeah. So you can try you can out. check it out for sure now, yeah. which is yeah, it's nice. How about Tribes of Midgard, Kyle? Yeah or nay? Again, I'm in the middle. I'm a meh on it. Mm. I, I think it. I think it would be fun. Yeah, it's not fun. my. It's not my style of game mm-hmm. that I typically love to play. Um, and just say, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I have the time for this kind of game currently okay. to like really grind through and, and yeah. get loot and whatnot. But I yeah. love a good like um, Dungeon Crawl? Uh, Norse gods mythology kind of game. So like uh, it could be fun. Yeah. And and that's what this is. It's an isometric think of Diablo with Vikings uh, game. This looked really cool. This looked 100% up my alley. I'm really dying for a Diablo-style game. This one looks really cool, really impressive. And it's playing off seasons, kind of like how seasons work in Diablo. So I'm I'm actually a big yay on this one. This one was one of my favorites that we saw. All right. The next little indie game that we saw was Fist. This was the bunny game that kind of has like the same vein of, well, it's a Metroidvania, but it kind of gives us vibes of uh, like an anaphomorphic Final Fantasy VII in terms of art style. Like if Cloud was a bunny and there were bunny sure. people roaming the world. That's at yeah. least it gives me vibes. There, there was definitely a bunny that looked like Jesse. Yes. In that trailer, for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what were your thoughts here? Is this a yay or a nay? Comes out September oh, 7th. Huge yay. I have been into this since I they showed it off in one of their – here's a bunch of indies kind of Twitter uh, threads that they, they did, I think, last year at some point. Mm-hmm. Um it looks super cool. I'm down for any Metroidvania. I love just being a bunny with a gigantic mechanical robot arm and a right. fist to just wreck shop. And it does. It actually looks good too. Like it's yeah. not a. It's not like a. Um, it's not like that typical Metroidvania pixel art style kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's fully rendered 3D, 3D backgrounds, 3D character models. Like it looks. Really cool, and the move sets are awesome too. Like the arm turns into a drill and uppercut, and then bring it down too. Yep, looks yep. like it could be a ton of fun, and that's out September seventh. So yeah, that's a big, yeah. big win for me. Uh, the next game I know is a nay for both of us, so let's get this yes. one out real fast. Mm-hmm. Hunter uh, Hunter Arena Legends. This is a thirty player battle royale mode uh, out for PlayStation Plus next month. Um, this is also like if BR and fighting games mixed together. That's what you're getting here. And immediately with that sales pitch, I was like, and this is not for me. Yeah. I can't do fighting. This is it's just not my jam. Um, mm. but it's an interesting, it's it's interesting enough. It kind of gave me Paragon vibes, uh rip to Paragon, uh, in terms of like the gameplay that I saw. Uh, I mean, yeah, I this is a big note. So, for me. Some of the gameplay honestly remind me a little bit of Ghost. 
like with the the blades oh, really? and whatnot. Okay. So like if if it could be that kind of style of fighting with like swords and you have mm-hmm. to like block and parry and whatnot, it could be fun. It's just I battle royales are not my thing anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's I cool that we're like- getting a PS Plus game for August already after July just came out. Yeah, of true. So like yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Very weird looking game. That <laughs> that said, Sifu. We're both so high on this. This is the Kung Fu game. Uh, someone who's like, yeah, like I teach it. I, I, I've, I've trained in it. This game's yeah. fighting is legit. Yeah, legit. someone in, in chat was like, for somebody that's done that style of martial arts, which I'm not sure which one it, it is. I guess it's like. It's kick, like for, for decades. Kick ass foo. That's what it looks like. <laughs> he was like, this is extremely accurate from wow. what they're doing. And I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. Love it. And if for some reason you don't know what Sifu is, every time you die, you age yep. and you come back as an older main protagonist. And they're inspired by the hallway fight in Daredevil. So YouTube that and then you're like, OK, I'm immediately in on this. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, it comes out early 2022. So I'm a little bummed that it's delayed, but at least we got something of this. But I'm so, <laughs> I'm so in. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Then we got Jet the Far Shore, which gave us both, what did you say, No Man's Sky vibes? Yep. I think this mm-hmm. is a no for me. <laughs> I'm a man. I think it's beautiful. I think the studio is great. Um, it's, I think Super Brothers is the studio. I think they did Sword and Sorcery. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it looks beautiful. I, I no doubt that the story and the characters are going to be super well written, and it's going to be heartfelt. It just looks it's a little just, weird. Yeah, I just don't know if I'm going to be into it because I I played No Man's Sky for a little bit and I bounced because it just wasn't my style of game. But and whether like the whole point of like is to explore, there's no combat, and I'm like, and this is a hard out. Sorry, (laughs) I need to at least punch something in the mouth. Um, Talking about combat, yeah, Demon Slayer. Apparently, this is an anime. Apparently, very popular. So this is apparently a huge get. This did not look good to me, though, um, and I, it was just a hard out for me. Fam. I honestly all I remember is uh, one of the people like in a pig mask and a hood. Yep. yep. And I zoned out after that. It's yes. just it, I apologize. I don't watch anime. I don't know nothing about it. So. Yes. So we'll be respectful yeah. there. But yeah. please, someone elaborate on Pigman. That said, we got Lost Judgment. This is a sequel to Judgment 2019's Judgment by the Yakuza devs. This game, from everyone who has played it, like I'm thinking of my friend Joe after work, um, loves this game. This is very much a classic Yakuza as well. And from what I understand um, from the Yakuza team, that if you like classic Yakuza, Judgment's going to be your thing. And now for the Yakuza series, it's always going to be like that turn-based stuff that we we got with uh, Like a Dragon. Mm. But again, this game not for me as well. But cool for fans that like it. I'm kind of a yay. I think it looks fun. Oh, okay. Um, I'm I'm kind of into like the the just solve a crime type mm. of stuff uh, as like yeah. a main character. I need to play the original though. I never played Judgment in 2019, so that yeah. might be a um, if I have time before this game comes out, maybe a game I'll, I'll play and, sure. and dedicate some hours to. Sure. And yeah, I like what someone said. It's like, this is Japanese, like a Japanese, uh, like L.A. Noir, not L.A. Noir, but yeah, Noir. And I'm like, yeah, that's a perfect way of of, of, 
of you know saying it. At first, uh, at some point, he like drop kicked a corgi. No, the, the corgi the... made a dragon sound and jump kicked another dude. It was, oh, it's outrageous. Yeah. It's outrageous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Second to last, Death Stranding director's cut. We saw this at the Game Awards, right? Or sorry, Summer Games Fest. Yep. I just put in the notes. Kojima doesn't care anymore. <laughs> you got upgraded visuals. You got some new story missions. They added now deeper combat bosses, weapons, um, even delivery like, systems. The uh, d- new delivery systems. Where Kyle? What was it? They have like a cannon now. The cargo cannon. You can just shoot your cargo out of a cannon. Uh, my favorite, also other than the cargo cannon, I think is your. Your loader buddy or your buddy bot, or it's just yes. a pair of legs that run alongside you that either can store your cargo or you can sit on the legs as it kind of drives you mm-hmm. around. That's super cool. And um, fragile, fragile, fragile? fragiles. Yeah, fragile. fragile. I forgot how she. I forgot how she said it in the game. I know she just said fragile or fragile. fragile. Yeah, Fra- Yeah, either or. Um, and so she's got like racing tracks or whatever. Yeah. Listen, you can laugh at me saying fragile all you want. It's totally fine. It's okay. It's okay. Kojima doesn't care anymore. Uh, yeah, you, you have a racetrack. It's pretty much Mario Kart as well. Honestly, this is a really cool idea, though, as much shit as I want to give to it, because that's what a lot of people just did. They just made tracks to, to drive around in, so... Yeah, cool. I'm not going to do the upgrade to this. I'm not going to rebuy this game. I've experienced it, thought it was great, but I don't have another 60 hours in me. Oh, I'm 100% buying it again. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Then last but not leastly, Deathloop. Again, we've seen this game so much, but every time I see it, I am just struck and Mm. I fall deeper and deeper in love with this. Arcane Studios, the creators of games like Prey and Dishonored, this is this is their next entry. And it very much screams a multiplayer 70s-inspired Dishonored game. Like a lot of the same mechanics, like the teleportation, um, throwing people up in the air, all that that we've seen in Dishonored, we're seeing here, but now with like actual gun guns type of stuff. So, Kyle, I want to just know your thoughts. What impressed you for what you saw here um and what you know what your overall takeaway is man the one word that comes to my mind with death loop is just style everything about this game is stylish everything uh, the set dressing, the environments, the the music. Oh my god, the music! The every the time lighting. you're in a fight, Kyle, you po- you pointed this yeah, out. Every, every time, time you're, you're in a fight, fight, it's like this cool jazz, mm-hmm. like neo jazz kind of tracks. Is super awesome. And like even at the end, I think it was like a pistol with like blam on it, or maybe it was like yes. a shotgun or something. But every time you he would like reload the the your protagonist, it, it would like spin it around, and the animation looked cool. Just the freedom to do and the powers are awesome um also shout out i had to find his name and you we both remarked about it during the state of play jason e kelly the Mm. voice of colt yes oh my god i love it i love what you're doing jason Mm -hmm. fantastic apparently he was also the doom slayer voice in doom eternal no way yeah really yeah so uh okay Wow. I, All right. Did not I'm know a, that. I'm a big fan, Jason. Uh, we love how you say the F word in Death Loop. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Samuel Jackson, watch out, man. This guy's coming. Yeah, right? 
This exactly. guy's coming for you. It was yeah. <laughs> Everything you just said and more. Anything else you want to say? I uh, no, I'm just uh currently trying to find the steelbook edition <laughs> and when I can uh get my hands on it cuz it's fantastic. Yeah, this is this is such a beyond day one for me. Like I'm looking at this and I'm like am I looking at my game of the year right now? I, I know that that sounds crazy, Kyle. I totally yeah. get it. Uh, um, but this game gave me first off. Let's talk about the weapons. They, they, yeah. There's like a machine gun with a crank that you have to reload with, with like, like nails too. Yeah, the, there's a literally a nail gun. You just drop nails in. Like each of these uh, weapons have so much personality of not just how they look or reload, but also how they fire. And they talk about this. Like dual sense is going to take complete advantage of that so you know guys i don't need to preach anymore how much we love the dual sense but awesome um, i'm just excited to have this be the i i believe i don't think i've played another one yet uh my first first person shooter on ps5 which um, one was your first no, I said this might be my first because I oh, play Call of Duty. Oh, like Returnal true. is shooting, and so Ratchet has shooting stuff right. in it, but not first person perspective. Right. So I'm excited yeah. about this. Yeah, the one thing too, I love all the voice acting. Uh, not not just the guy. What, what did you say his name was? Sorry, Jason oh. E. Kelly. J- not just Jason E. Kelly Cole. as Colt, but like Juliana as well. Oh, like Juliana's fantastic. Back and forth, and it's like I love the dialogue between them. One of the guys, Alexi. He had the best opening that had me dying. He's like, hey, what's up, sluts? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, all right, we're done. We're, this uh, is it. Juliana this. is played by, uh, sorry, Juliana, if I say your name, first name mm-hmm. wrong. Ozioma Akaga, I think. Ozioma Akaga. Hey. Fantastic. A for effort there, Kyle. Um, Thank you. The one thing that I loved is that the different way of like assassinating the boss that very much gave me Hitman vibes. Like I sure. love doing that in Hitman. I didn't think I'd, I'd love it as much as I did. That's why I love Hitman three so much. And I loved it so much. I played through one and two. And so getting to do that again in this game um, with playing with the level design that that Arcane is so masterful of. Yeah. Man, like I'm like, so in on this. My favorite thing in this trailer I'm just thinking of other than like the voice acting and style of it is I believe at one point Colt throws a grenade on somebody then telekinetically pushes that person through a window into somebody else to blow up. Yeah. Like just the way everything fits together and flows is 100% dishonored vibes and uh I'm I'm so into it. I'm yeah. so ready. So that said, hey, congratulations, Microsoft, yet again. You bought a gem. What a what a steal. What a steal. What a steal. What a great studio. Yeah. And again, shout out to all three of these companies working together on this one. Uh, Absolutely. And, and, or even just Microsoft not interfering on it. Um, awesome. This is what yeah. we like to see. We're not going to do the dumb fanboy stuff because that's not what we're about. That said, no. Famous Seamus writes in. Uh, with and this is the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life. Uh, f- for when the state of play is done, what were your high points and what were your low points of the show? Kyle, I'll go with mine to give you some thought on this. Yeah, go ahead. Highest point is Deathloop. That is the showcase show. I, I again, I, I, I walked in Kyle going, we don't need anymore. I've seen enough, Same. and that, now mm-hmm. I'm just like, when is when is this game coming out? I need this in my life yeah. pronto. Where is um, the 4K version? So we can, I can watch that. That's that's what please. I'm thinking. Uh, 
Moss Book 2 where it was also my highlight. Tribes of Midgar, me getting to see more Sifu. Again, I just named you three games, not including Deathloop, that I'll be buying day one. Um, so I thought this was a like a good show overall. So uh, A lot of high points. But the low points were it was the Demon Slayer, Jet the Far Shore, um, and the Hunter Arena game. I was just not jiving with. That said, uh, yeah, I, I think that's about it for me. That's my highs. That's my lows. What were what were your highs and lows, Kyle? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you on the on the highs. Uh, Deathloop for sure. Fist, Lost Book Two, Sifu. Um, yeah, I think those are my highs. Uh, the lows, I think, was the Sega portion. Yes. Um, just because it's not Lost Judgment looks cool, but it it follows Demon Slayer. That kind of like took me out of it. Sure. And that's just me not being a fan of of the source materials, but solid show. Yeah, solid. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, because there's no question that kind of re- I asked a question. What would you rate this state of play? Uh, Are we doing number system? Okay, yeah, let's do number 10? system. Yeah. Um, yeah, I give it a 7.5. I think uh, it gets a little bit of a bump because uh, Moss Book 2 was a complete surprise. Mm. I think Fair. that was super cool. Yeah. Uh, honestly, when we th- think of the next studios they should purchase, Polyarch. Polyarch? Yeah. yeah. So good. And make them just do PSVR games? Yeah. Awesome Dave writes in. Uh, with what I'm assuming is a state of play which slapped nope, hard. Nope, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, restart. No, no, you say it. You ask you Take say two. the question. With what I'm assuming is a banger of a state of play that we saw today, are you thinking Sony is le- learning and adapting to knowing what to show and present during these showcases? Banger of a question, Dave. Appreciate you. I don't. So I can't <laughs> believe it. Um, I, honestly, I think they, they've mastered it. I think they've had they've had the formula down by now. I think yeah. what they've shown is is just game, game, games. Let the games do the talking, and they keep on doing this. Um, I, I think they've hit it out of the park. I, there's not many state of plays. I'm trying to think of one where I was just like, "Why did I sit through this?" This was actually bad. Yeah. Other than like the first couple ones where it was yeah. the very rocky and like pacing and whatnot. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh I think the biggest thing that they've learned that I really love um is that they are setting expectations every single time. Yeah. Like and and if you are paying attention to that and you're 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 seeing that and reading the blog posts, they, they straight up will tell you the length of the show, mm-hmm. what to kind of expect, what kind of area sure, yeah. it is. Um so I appreciate that that they are setting expectations and not getting anyone's like hopes up. At yeah, least what lately. A, what a no, what a terrific point. And I and I think that's like what they've what they're adapting and learning to. And I think every company's doing this. I think the entire E3 was like, Absolutely. hey gang, this is what's like I appreciate Ubisoft coming out going, here's what you can expect. Here's what we're mm-hmm. talking about. EA with Dragon Age, Dragon Age like we're not coming to EA play, we're not gonna be there. And Sony even stating here, like we're not talking about our, our top games here. That's for another show very soon. Awesome. Like, this is what we want. You know, you're being vague enough, but at the same exact time, you're telling us what to expect. If if Deathloop is the headliner event here, if that is the big game, then we don't really, we, we can assume that this isn't the biggest show in the world. 
right? Yeah. So yeah. I really, really appreciate them setting the bar appropriately. And I think if if the internet wants to overreact, that's on the 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 console warriors out there yeah. to go argue mm-hmm. and, and bicker about with each other. So yeah, yeah I uh, great point, Kyle. Excellent. Uh, Jedi Master Ren writes in. Do you think Sony's state of play was enough to fill the gap of them not attending E3, or should they have done more? This is a great question, because no way was this enough. Like, this was not the show we wanted. Obviously, if we could do the switcheroo and whatever show we're going to get in, in a few weeks, you know, that would have been it. Like, I would have preferred that one for sure. Yeah. But... um. I think they needed to do this to get it out of the way. And I know that seems rude, but I think they wanted to do it so that you show off the indies, you show off the death loop, which will no longer be a thing in a year um, in terms of exclusivity and working with that studio anymore. Uh, You get that out of the way so that you can then showcase the, you know, the games you know, the, the big AAA game. So you could show off your Final Fantasy 16, your Call of Duties, your, you know, Horizons, God of War, you know, Gran Turismo. I think in addition, to, in, in addition to that, too, something I completely forgot about is mm-hmm. show Deathloop here. Yeah. And then you can still show Ghostwire in the next one. Sure. And I'd have two Bethesda things in there that are also coming to Microsoft in the future. Kind of oh, like separate them out point. a little bit. Yeah, that's a terrific um, point. I think that's probably because Ghostwire is also still this year, apparently, unless yeah. I haven't seen I unless I've missed a, a yeah. delay. Um, I, I I think it was a good little appetizer. It was a good yeah. little. OK, we saw some cool new new games coming to PlayStation. Um, but like I daddy needs his full meal. <laughs> Dad, daddy needs a, a full plate. Uh, I, I I want I want my I want my appetizer, but I also want my my big uh, steak or, or burger or whatever yeah. have you uh, yeah. of Horizon. Seeing what God of War Two looks like, and Ragnarok, and and some surprises. I, I still think there are plenty more surprises that PlayStation is holding back. And uh, mm-hmm. even like with the Death Stranding thing in the blog posts with the, just describing like what the upgrade path is and going into the like what makes it a director's cut. Even at the end, it says we'll see. You'll hear more about it soon. Like we'll tell you more about it in in a couple of weeks and whatnot. So what if there's still more Death Stranding surprises in the next one? That that's super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe maybe Snake is in Death Stranding director's cut. Yeah. Who knows? Or the voice of of David Hayter. Yeah, could be. Sky's the limit. Uh, Kyle, that's the state sure. of play. We covered it. We did a pretty damn good job. If I don't, you know, say sure so myself. Did. Um. And yeah, I listen. Was this the one we wanted? No. no. Is there something? Yes. Sony has again reiterated we have stuff in the weeks to come. Uh, they said it in the blog post. They said it in the show. So if anybody's getting antsy, we get it. I think the key here is Sony really has to step up their PR here. They got to step up with talking to us. Yeah. Because too I many unanswered questions still. Yes. And um, I think there's just. A disconnect between, you know, Sony and the fans. And I don't know why that is. But, like, when we talk about, like, 
And I don't even know how much that really matters in the grand scheme of things, because you could just see how Nintendo treats their fans like garbage, and they're just like, yeah, sure, more OLED stuff. So, you know, I don't know how much it matters in the grand scheme of things, but when you have a competitor like Microsoft that's so thirsty, so, so you know, hungry for for competition, I, I, I don't know, man. I think you need to have both feet on the ground. And I don't know if PlayStation does in terms of the communication section section of, of the, of the business. But that said, Kyle, that's all. That's the state of play again, solid show, not the one we wanted, but hopefully in the weeks to come, there's going to be something big. Kyle, we got through the state of play. It's time though to square up the news. First bit of news that's got some squaring up to do is Chris Scullion over at VGC. Ubisoft is working on Assassin's Creed Infinity, a huge evolving online game. Bloomberg's Jason Schreier reported earlier today that the project has the codename Assassin's Creed Infinity and will be a large online platform that will continue to grow in the months and years following its release. The report claims that while previous Assassin's Creed games were set in specific historical periods, Assassin's Creed Infinity will be set in multiple different periods, and this could expand to even more over time. Ubisoft has since confirmed the game's existence in a new blog post, but has given no information on what the game is about other than the fact that it will be a collaboration between both Ubisoft Montreal, who made Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and Ubisoft Quebec, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Quote, rather than continuing to pass the baton from game to game, we profoundly believe this is an opportunity for one of Ubisoft's most beloved franchises to evolve in a more integrated and collaborative manner that's less centered on studios and more focused on talent and leadership, no matter where they are within Ubisoft, a statement on the blog reads. Most importantly, Assassin's Creed has always been developed by multicultural teams with various backgrounds and perspectives that have influenced the, the depiction of its characters, locations, and cultures. While we know there's always room for improvement, we believe this new structure allows us to ensure that diversity and representation within our teams continues to grow and match that of our players, end quote. The project is said to still be a number of years away from release, and, according to Schreier, the teams involved faced internal issues as several men accused of sexual abuse are reportedly still involved in the project. Hmm. A lot here to dissect. Yeah. The most famous Seamus I've ever met has two questions tonight. The second question is this. With the new Assassin's Creed Legacy game announced, do you think... Uh, we are close to the point that there are too many live services games. Yes. Yes. This is too enough. many. I could not be more turned off by this news, Kyle. Agreed. In fact, it bums me out because I genuinely love Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I really, really do. And if they do it in a way where it's kind of like what I think a lot of people want sports games to do. Where you buy it once and then every year you just purchase the content upgrade, like the new rosters, the new players, the whatever. And you still have that game, but it just constantly is updated over time and time. Kind of like Fortnite in a way. Yeah. Um, so, like, I get I get from that standpoint. And it would be cool if, like, you just purchase this character in this new setting or whatever and it's still within that one thing. But I just know it's going to be filled with, like, here's Ezio's. Hidden Blade for two bucks. 
Here, yeah. here's here's the hawk from uh, Assassin's Creed Origins that you can buy as like your little guide kind of thing. It's just I'm I'm not into it. And how big Assassin's Creed is already so big. And how big is Infinity going to be? The, like no one's ever going to be able to beat this game. I feel like or see everything. I think that's the point as well. Like. Uh, my problem with Valhalla was not just the combat. I tried getting back into that game uh, just a few weeks ago, and I got left at the same point I came in. There's just way too much to do. It's over-encumbered with so much going on in that world that it's it's so hard to keep up with. So for me, yeah, this this did not speak to me whatsoever. Like, this news... I, I loved Odyssey. Like, I think that's peak Assassin's Creed for me because it it gave you so much to do, but it didn't feel like for me it was it was in the way of anything. Like, yeah, it there feel were like maybe a chore. A, yes. Like, like in Valhalla, I never got off like the first island or maybe a little bit, but yeah. like during that first thing, I was like, man. I didn't make it past the third biome because it's like, it's dude, not great. It's so much. It's too much. Mm-hmm. So, like, with Odyssey, I even had that problem. Like, yeah, I'll miss a quest here or there, but, like, I'm in it because the combat's so great and the world's so beautiful. And, I mean, sure, if 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 this game is like that in that way, cool. I understand yeah. that maybe they want synergy between these two games, and that's why they, they want to go with this um, living game approach. But, honestly, I thought with Valhalla, they needed to lower the scope of that game and the series itself because it was just getting a lot of bloat in there. I don't the I don't like the this only one bit. the only upside I can see to this and as a not multiplayer person, I really enjoyed like Brotherhood and Revelations multiplayer. I think Revelations had it. Where yeah. like it was like assassin versus assassin and you would have to blend in and disguise yourself as other civilians and have to like find the person and where they are and kind of study their their habits and whatnot and assassinate them um that was a really cool mode i really dug that so it that would be cool if that was part of this but i don't want it to to i don't want a giant hub world of assassin's creed i'm thinking like a uh like one of those futuristic like mall directories Sure. Like over here is Valhalla Land, and then if you go that way is Odyssey <laughs> Land, and everything yeah. has a theme. And I'm not into that. I, I'm not, and not. I mean, the last paragraph too. Like the people who were accused of sexual assault are still, or abuse are still in positions, positions of power, power and yeah. working on the product. Like it's, what are you doing? I don't understand it. Yeah, I yeah, and I I haven't read much into that either. Like. I, I don't know if they ran like an internal review and saw yeah, that there I don't was know. nothing, but I it just that just does not feel right whatsoever. It's nope. it's it really is something. So like yeah, on one hand, the game sounds like it's something we legitimately don't want, and then on the other hand, when you see that like yeah, Ubisoft's had this problem for years, just came to light last year, and seemingly nothing done about it. It's it's a it's a bummer, man. I. Nothing about this sounds good, and I really do hope that they. Um, this is either a make or break for the series in terms of if this backfires, and I have a feeling it is. Um, I think that this is a huge step back for the series and need to reevaluate it. But if it's successful, I don't know if I'm going to be into Assassin's Creed anymore. That's all I got to say. I'm going to put 
a thousand imaginary dollars down on this bet. Ooh, one. Th- oh, wow, that's okay. Yeah, that's almost a as lot much of as... imaginary money being thrown around. Yeah, that's like two thousand Canadian. <laughs> that the hub world is a museum, and or you go animus. in. Well, an animus museum of like different oh, time yeah, periods. Yeah. And that, and that's how you decide where you're going to play as an assassin. I'm putting yeah. my a thousand imaginary dollars down on that. What would be cool is like if I'm in the Assassin's Creed like lair hangout chill place. Yeah, that would be cool. Assassins in there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, none of this sounds great, Kyle. <laughs> it's time for you to get upset. Are you ready to get upset with me, Kyle? Oh, I'm ready to get upset at people, but not about what they're upset about. Oh, Zarmina Khan over at PS Lifestyle writes: Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut PS5 upgrade price upsets fans. Sony Interactive Entertainment and Sucker Punch Productions recently announced Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut for the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4, which includes the brand new Ikki's Island story expansion alongside new content and features. The PS5 version of Director's Cut will also add exclusive enhancements like support for dual senses features not possible on the last gen console all well and good so far however the ps5 upgrade locks hardware specific enhancements behind a paywall which has drawn the ire of fans if you own the original ps4 release you can get the director's cut on ps4 for 1999 which makes sense because it includes the expansion as well as additional features and content but if you want to directly upgrade from the original ps4 version to the director's cut on ps5 that's 29.99 an additional ten dollars for the same content and if you purchase or upgrade to the director's cut on the PS4 first and end up buying a PS5, you will still need to pay $9.99 should you wish to play director's cut on your new console. All right, Kyle. Let, let me in on this. I want to know your thoughts. My dog just barked. He's upset at this news or the thunder. But yeah. I'm thinking this news. He's a big ghost fan, and he was he was upset <laughs> when he heard the news here, Kyle. Why are people overreacting? Why do you think people are overreacting? Because we saw, like, like yeah. we'll talk, Kyle. I want to be... I, I'm going to tell you something. I think Please. PlayStation is penny-pinching you here. Okay. I, I do think, like, you know, people are talking about Hive Busters DLC for Xbox. I don't know how that works, so go to an Xbox podcast for that information. I have no idea. Um, but I take Final Fantasy VII Remake as the as the example here where square, if I'm not mistaken, you could tell me if I'm full of shit square gave you, as long as you purchase the game, the upgrade for free to integrate, right? Integrate itself is a $70 game. Um, that has all the enhancements, the fog. Remember that, uh, the resolution the door is finally there, the door <laughs> in all of its textured glory yeah. and free. As long as you own the game, it's there for you. Um, but for PlayStation, it's like, yeah, we got we gave you guys a free FPS boost a few months ago, but this one, nah, give us give us ten bucks. It does feel like they're just penny pinching you for ten dollars. I man. So I, I went out and bought the integrated itself on, on PS5 separately because that it's different steelbook. Um, but I do think you would get the improvements, but you would still have to pay for the integrated DLC, like the the, sure. the yuffie DLC. Sure, uh, and I the, have the no content. problem. And, and I don't so, think anybody has a problem with paying for the 
the Iki Island DLC. So that's sure. that's where I'm coming from, where that is what you're paying for the upgrade is for the expansion of the island and, and and the new quality of life stuff. That like that is what the money's going towards. I I, I think it, it it it's twenty bucks from PS4 to PS4 director's cut, correct? Yeah. So the expansion that island is they're saying is a twenty dollar worth expansion. Sure. Okay, if you're if you're going to PS5, that extra ten bucks is the like the the dual sense uh, stuff and yeah. the because uh, that I don't think is like usually part of the free upgrades thing. I, I'm not quite sure. It's usually just like a visual boost, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is some. I mean, there is some money that you need to pay to unlock those kind of things. I get the visual upgrades and whatnot. But the things like, you know, now the Japanese voice act, the Japanese dialogue will now have mouth sync. It actually syncs up to the Japanese dialogue. That took time and effort. That took money to be able to do. It's not just like a, here it looks prettier kind of thing. But I think the bulk of it is that new island. And I think that should be behind a paywall. I, I, I think that's a huge bit of content. Like we, we got, uh, Legends the multiplayer that was for free. Right. We didn't even know that was a thing. We didn't know the expansion was a thing. Like I, I, I don't know. This could be just me being too uh uh, uh as the kids say these day uh, these days a bootlicker. But uh-huh. I don't care. That's uh, what the kids I, are saying. Bootlicker. I guess. Um, I've been in camp for too many days already. Sure. I'm going insane. Uh, but I don't mind paying for it because it is a brand new island with new quests, new story, new characters, new whatever, new foxes to pet, new monkeys to pet. Like I'm mm-hmm. excited for it. I'm excited. I, I don't mind paying the twenty or thirty bucks, or just right. what I'm probably going to do is buy a PS4 disc, <laughs> a PS5 disc. Here's the thing. I so I understand that argument. I do. It just feels like what they did was they wanted to kill an old skew of a game, right? Because you can't go out there and buy the basic version of Ghost anymore. You have to buy the the director's cut. So essentially they took a game that was on sale for around 30 to 40 bucks, killed that skew to then bring up a director's cut to have it at that $60 price tag. Just like how we see a Nintendo Switch, a new and improved one every year to keep that price tag, to justify it. And then it's there to also justify the $70 price tag, where for me, I feel like if they were just like, hey gang, okay, base game, 40 bucks, DLC is 20, director's cut, if you want it, 60 bucks. And I feel like that that was a that would have been a, a better a better thing of like keeping that skew if you just if you already have the game it's twenty bucks because like even with the haptics even with the the four K I still look at like your competition's doing it you you know you, you see Square Enix is doing it like you can do it too because though it took time to put in all that haptics it definitely took time to to make Intergrade right to to make that door of all the textures that we saw in Intergrade like. I do feel like that 10 bucks is just Sony penny pinching. Now at the same exact time though, Kyle, I bought the disc version of this game. I have a digital PS five. Yeah. I am Uh SOL. I'll have to go out there and spend the $70 and like a chump, I'm going to go out there and spend the $70. Yeah. I love ghosts. It's the game of the year last year. I don't care what our voters thought it was. (laughs) And, and so I'm the one that's the big dummy here. 
That being said, though it is Sony penny-pinching, I don't think this is the worst thing in the world. Because at the same exact time, yeah, you have you know now base 4K textures, you have haptics, you have the adaptive triggers, all that stuff. Iki Island, I just want to experience that again. And the way I see this transaction, Kyle, is what you stated earlier. I love Ghosts. The single-player content was great. You're get, you gave me Legends, dozens of hours that I played in that for free. Uh, and then you gave me a free patch alongside that. Yeah, at this point, it's kind of like, and with no microtransactions, at this point, I'm just like, okay, just just because you did me right, you know, I'll allow this, essentially. All right. So, yeah, that's why I don't have a problem with this, or as big of an issue, and I'm not raising a whole hubbub, is, yeah, I'm, I'm giving you the 10 extra bucks because I genuinely think you earned it, not with this patch, but the past prior, or the patch prior, so... For me, that's how I feel about this is people, you know, yelling about for nothing. No, I think they're yelling about it for something. But I also think Sony is seeing what they can get away with by their fans. Just like how, again, I I use the Nintendo defense for this. Just like you see Nintendo constantly do. Whether it's, you know, Wii U ports or bad N64 ports or, you know, making a different skew every year. You know people are going to buy it. You know the internet's gonna outrage, but you don't care because they're not reality. Um, I, yeah. So I get it. I just think uh, I. Hmm, I'm trying to find a way to phrase it. Also, the 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 um, Yuffie DLC was twenty dollars separately. If you did upgrade, for, I didn't hear it at all. I didn't hear the thunder at all. <laughs> Poseidon <laughs> is upset. Uh, the Yuffie DLC was a twenty extra twenty bucks, sure. if even if you had the disc. But I feel like this is a, I feel like Sony with their first party studios, first party games, mm-hmm. are like maybe this was in the plan all along, and they Absolutely. just didn't want to put season pass. Maybe uh, they just don't want season pass in there, and like I think this is the way cut, to go around that. Yeah, of like here's some added content. It, director's cut makes it more. It's snobby. It's a little snobby. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Right. But I I feel like they're trying to get away from the season pass because everyone is tired of season passes and extra money on top of an already expensive game, no matter 70 or 60 at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is the way to kind of work around that and still get new money for brand new content. Uh, but yeah, it's paying more money to unlock things in a game you already love it always kind of stinks anyway mm-hmm. but i i personally don't have a huge problem doing it because it is going to be a new island when's the last cool of us director's here. cut and is this where we see the multiplayer last of us part two director's cut is probably next day to play i don't know about next okay I don't know. Deep thought. Deep thought. Maybe when Last of Us HBO show comes out. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Like they a, they'll have like a Kyle. Last of Us. They, maybe they'll have like a Last of Us dedicated state of play, and that's when we get like the remake. Sure. We get the the factions multiplayer, whatever it is. Yeah. And a trailer for the show. I don't know. That'd be yeah. cool. That would be cool. I'm very excited. When they, they, oh my god! <laughs> I saw the still of the yeah. scene that they started on the first day yeah. shooting. I'm yeah. like, you have to start there. You that poor actress. There. I that know. That poor actress. How I, could you? <laughs> I know. I think it's um 
there was a Twitter when when that when that shot was took and put out on social media. There's like a Twitter post where it's just like images that precede unfortunate events. <laughs> I've also seen like, well, I hope she didn't get doesn't get paid for the day. <laughs> like I hope she gets more than just a day's worth of work. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Very excited for that. Again, this director's cut is it a bit of a bummer? Yeah, but is it the worst sure. thing in the world? No. And yeah. again, just like the internet always does, blows it out of proportion. So, yeah, it is what it is. I, I'm I can't wait. It's something I'll be diving back into, especially because there's also legend stuff attached to this. So, yes, dude, where where are we dropping? Separate Kyle? trophy list. I hope. Yes. <laughs> another tro- another platinum. Another easy plat for you, Kyle. Do you realize, by the way, I got my ratchet platinum as my number one hundred? Yes. I am already at like 120, 121. You have an addiction to cheap <laughs> trophies. We'll we'll get to that later because okay. there's a question that goes somebody asked of that. We'll tie it all together. All right. I just I. It's a good time. I worry for you. Let's get into some flash news. All right. Sure. The latest PS5 firmware update is available now to download. Uh, this comes from Push Square. Sony just released the latest software update for the PS5, bringing it to the version. 21.01-03.21.00. The update is available to download and install right now, weighing in at 902 megabytes. A real question, of course, what does it do? We hope you sit down for this. Are you guys sitting? Are you guys ready for this? It's a system software update that provides improved system performance. Whoa. Craziness. Uh, this author of, of the uh, Push Square article says that this uh, that it had to be forcibly shut down. Sorry, one second. Oh, never mind. That was just editorializing. Never mind. Blah. Oh, nonetheless, Kyle. Sh- shout out to Stephen, though. I like the way you're writing up these firmware updates. <laughs> Stephen, like- Stephen Tailby, I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, hope you're sitting down for this. System performance. System performance. <laughs> Kyle, here's my question. It's the summertime. Yeah. We said we yeah. get an update. Where's the update yeah. on the external right. storage? I'm itching for it because, like, I know in the past, I'm like, hey, you know what? Whatever. I'll delete a game and then pop it in and be downloaded. I'm tired of doing that already. I'm yes. doing it way too often to make room to for even these Enough. smaller, even these smaller cheap platinums. Like, all right, I have to delete something already, and I can only have one or two big games because it fills up so much. And if you keep adding to to system performance with these updates, even no matter how small, it's gonna get too big. It's gonna yeah. get too big, Joe. And that's and I'm actually like I'm getting I'm at my wit's end here because I do it every week at this goddamn point. Like, w- come on, like enough. It's the summertime. Give us the update. We deserve the update. You promised us here. Like I I do feel like it's gonna be pushed back to September, and I'm a grouchy boy if that's the case. I I need it. I need an answer to it. I need to know what is compatible, what's not. There's care. a lot of games coming. There's a lot of games. We need uh, we need that storage. (laughs) Yeah, pronto, man. Because it is it is getting it is getting too much. And honestly, both companies, but more criminal on Sony's part because they have no option for it. They provided you way too little storage, and we are really. I feel like we are getting shafted by it. It's enough. Do yeah. the damn thing, Sony. Do the damn thing. Here's another piece of flash news for you, Kyle. Here's good news. 
PlayStation mascots head to Fall Guys Season 5. Here's the uh, the suits or outfits you get to wear. You got Astrobot. You got Sackboy. Ratchet and Clank skins are coming. Again, Fall Guys Season 5. Uh, Kyle, is this getting you back into Fall Guys? These little cute yeah, little outfits? Yeah, I will, I will definitely want to get these outfits just for a future time I play it. Yeah, 100%. Poseidon it's kind of like how I spent... He agrees. <laughs> It's kind of like how I spent $20 on the Kratos skin in Fortnite, even though I will never probably play Fortnite ever again. <laughs> what a damn shame. Here's something that actually ticks me off, Kyle. I, yeah. I think this is this is more upsetting to me than the Ghost of Tsushima thing. Oh, right? for sure. Anybody that played Plague Tales on PS4 has it on PS4, got the PS5 upgrade. Um and, and you want to, you know, another easy plat, you can do it. You can migrate your save from PS4 to PS5. But there are six steps in order to do it. This comes from the Plague Tale blog, okay? And I took this from Twitter because a lot of people were just PO'd at this save migration thing. From patch 1.9, a Plague Tale Innocent supports... Title cloud storage, meaning you can save or you can be uploaded to a server, allowing to get your saves independently on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 in order to retrieve your previous saves from PS4 to PS5. We invite you to the following these steps. Step one, update your PS4 version with the latest patch, either from your PS4 console or install it on your PS5 console via backwards compatibility. Don't think you could do that if you got the base plus version, but nonetheless, step two, your title now supports title cloud storage. Run Thanks. the game on your PS4 in order to synchronize your save data is stored locally on the cloud. We recommend you do a save slash auto save with the new version to be sure it's uploaded to the cloud. Step four, run the PlayStation 5 version up to date on the PlayStation 5 with the PSN account used on the PS4 connected to PSN. Step five, choose download. The game will check the saves in the cloud or store locally the same. If not, a message appears with the following options. A, upload your local saves to the store or yeah, store to override them, or B, download cl saves from the sa cloud locally. It overrides local saves. Step six, you should be able to see your, your slots up to date. Please note, you can retrieve your save done on PS5 if you play on PS4. The Xbox version, if you play <laughs> on your Xbox One and going to the Xbox series consoles, all you have to do is play the fucking game. And I'm sorry I cussed, but that yeah. was that. That's outrageous. Mm -hmm. That's outrageous that 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 there are not more people that are really sick of this because it's now every game. Like even Doom Eternal, you get the the cool PS5 patch, Kyle. No save migration. You could blame Xbox and Bethesda if you want, but whatever. It's literally almost every game at this point has some convoluted step by step maze yeah. that you have to go through. And now we understand smart delivery. This thing, this is a, this is aggravating for people oh, that yeah. previously played the game. This just reminds me of me spending way too long trying to get my Borderlands 3 PS4 save up to the PS5 version mm -hmm. and having it not work after weeks of trying every single day. Like, it's yeah. so, I don't, I just don't, 
I don't get it. Just and download it, the cloud, the save from the cloud, and have it work. Right. I don't understand. And shout out to Captain Logan, who was just like, "Yo, just give a PSA, absolutely." Because like, sure, this doesn't affect the broad amount of people that get to play this game for the first time. I get it, but yeah. for fans out there and people that like you, Kyle, who want that cheap plat, this is very aggravating. It almost makes you earn it. You know, Kyle. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so sure. yeah, this is a, this is this is getting. I'm at my wit's end now. Now I'm just going to yeah. complain about it every time I see it. Uh, Kyle, listen. Flash news over. Are you hanging on to something? I got my hand sanitizer right here. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals dropping on the PlayStation storefront for the week of July 4th. On July 6th, you can experience Plague Tale Innocence Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Nights on PS4, and The Silver Case 2425 on PS4, and Watch Dogs Legion Bloodline DLC. I believe this is with the first protagonist. Yeah, the yeah, Aiden Aiden. DLC. Interesting. Uh, apologies to anybody after the hand sanitizer. I, I, I pressed the pump and it made a very squishy <laughs> little <laughs> juicy sound that I was not expecting it. <laughs> I didn't hear it on my end, but I really oh, hope someone a, gets skizzed out. It was a little squirt. Just a little squirt. <laughs> July 7th, you can experience Blitzbreaker on PS4, Indigo 7 Quest for Love, uh, pos- Possession to Calvary on PS4, July 8th, Crash Drive 3 on PS5 and PS4, Monster Harvest on PS4, and Sniper Elite VR on PSVR. Look at all those games. July, who knew, Kyle? Yeah, Ooh. right? No, these Isn't games really there... speak to you. Let me guess. Isn't there another one? I don't know. I'm looking up something real quick. Don't worry. Take your don't, time. Don't buy and me. as you do, let's hop on the Sony Pony Express. Yeah. Listen, here on this Pony Express, if you want your questions answered on the show, all you got to do is a few things. A, Oh. Add us at PS Short for you with your question. Join the Discord and ask us a question there. Or you can send us a good old-fashioned email at PS Short for you at Gmail. Uh, so with that, Kyle, are you ready to hop on the Sony Pony Express? Yeah, the thing I was trying to look up is mm-hmm. next week we'll we'll talk about it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You know what it is. It's it's the thing. It's the thing that I should be playing this week. Oh, weekend. yeah, the thing we can't talk about just yet, but okay. I got you, I feel you. Rick the Welsh writes in via the Discord. My question is not very topical, but here we go. Is there such, uh, is there such as a thing as a guilty pleasure when it comes to gaming? A guilty pleasure is an activity or piece of media that someone enjoys but would be embarrassed if the other person found out uh, about it. Generally, these guilty pleasures is something that might be viewed as shameful by other people, like trashy novels or overdone rom-coms, or in my case, Beat Saber. As an old bearded dude, I feel like my family kind of smirks as they walk past the door while I feel like a badass, (laughs) but look like a fool. Is there such a thing? What is yours, Kyle? So I'm not, it's not like a, like, I'm not ashamed about it. Uh, it is the cheap platinums. Mm. This is what I alluded to earlier. I'm not really super ashamed about it, but I'm 
so down for buying these short little games, especially like these Brick Raider, Brick Breaker clones, which is like the same game with just new skins over it sure. for the plat. Like I, I, I'm, I enjoy that a whole lot. the The only guilty part about it is the price of some of the games. Oh Jesus, how much you spend like, on these? Like, not I will not do the ones that are like ten bucks. That's okay. no, no, okay. no, 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 no. Like four bucks here and there for a game. Like I, I think that's kind of like my limit. Uh, so there, there's a little shame in the price mm. of these cheap items sometimes, but overall, those are my things. Like I don't care about unless I'm playing like Galgun, which I don't play. Mm-hmm. But if I was playing one of those games. That might be like a thing that I play that I'm ashamed of a little bit. Sure. Not saying you should be if you enjoy those. You do you as long as you're not hurting anybody. You right. enjoy those games. No, yeah. feel shame. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Gal Gun is, but I could just assume it's, it's everyone, can, wait, wait, every wait, girl in wait, school. Wait. Can I? Can I? Can I? Yeah, go ahead. You can guess. You can guess. It's a anime where a hot schoolgirl is a gun. No. it's a uh it's a rail shooter game so it's on rails um the game takes place in a fictional academy in japan where the player takes the role of a male student he must shoot his female classmates who are running desperately after him with pheromone arrows to prevent them from making their partner while he finds at one of the four lead girls before sunset so they're all super super into him and they want to jump his bones and he's trying to shoot him back to, to to hold them off, and you have to shoot them in the inappropriate parts of their body for oh. bonus points. Yes. <laughs> okay. No, feel shame. Uh, Petulant Beard writes in. Assuming we just saw the great state of play, do you think that PS Now will have a greater focus in a future so- showcases? And state of plays. Not sure if Sony will try to highlight their existing game streaming service that pre-existed Game Pass going forward and expand on it as the generation starts to fully transition to the PS5 only games. Hope that makes sense. No, I, I definitely get it. Like, when is PlayStation going to actually start highlighting PlayStation Now games? Because, like, let me go on to the PlayStation blog right here. So, like, sorry if you hear me clip clapping on the keyboard. But there was a lot of really awesome stuff on PlayStation Red Dead was recently, right? Yeah. You had games like, uh, let let me just get it right out here. I'm scrolling. So, if you hear the scroll, that's also my apologies. You had Red Dead. You had God of War, like, actually officially being on that service. Um and what Judgment else? Neo Two was go. new to Neo July. Two. Um, moving out, yeah, God of War, Judgment, uh, Olympic Olympic Games Tokyo, twenty twenty, NASCAR Heat Five, or is this month being added? Yeah, like there's a lot of good stuff in there, especially Red Dead, which again goes to my theory of like, so these big games, these big AAA games will make their debut. Like uh, you, you know, you'll buy it, whatever. A year later, they'll either come to Game Pass or PS Now. They'll stay there for a while. They go on the competing platform a couple months after that. They probably make another rotation. And that's where I kind of feel like they're just milking these games for all they got. Sure. Which is not a bad thing. I just think that's kind of the future of how game releases are going to work. I think more is going to be added to Game Pass. It is. More be added to PS yeah. Now. But, yeah. 
It's, it's interesting or important to note out. Red Dead 2 this month, uh, exclusively as a download, you are not streaming Red Dead uh, until yeah. November 1st. Neo 2 seems like it's there forever because there's no date on it moving out. God of War is also there forever, it seems, because there's no date where it's coming off. Judgment will be there until October 4th, and the other ones also have no date. So it's yeah. good to know like a, a major PlayStation first party, God of War, is now permanently on PlayStation now, at least for longer than six, seven months or whatever yeah. it'd be. Yeah, absolutely. so they're moving in the right direction, at least a little bit. They just need to get there, and I and I do yeah. think, dude, that was a great question because honestly, I think there will be a day where they showcase what is the next upgrade to PS Now because I don't think this is this is them just realizing, oh, you know what, these services, huh? That's something, and um, and I think they ought to realize that sooner and hopefully embrace it a little bit more as well. I I really really like. Uh, I, I really do like PlayStation now and I really do enjoy Game Pass. Um, they just, I think PS now has just a little bit more work to do. I don't think it's as far behind as what everybody says. There just needs to be more, uh, consistency. Like the option of streaming should be there, but I think every game needs to be downloaded. Even the PS3 games, even the PS2 games, get emulation yes. on the PS5. It can happen. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Um, and just have that option to download. And if that's yeah. there, then more people will. I don't necessarily need to be playing games on my phone. I still don't think it's there yet. So Sony has time to kind of play catch up there. But honestly, I think in by by next year, we're going to see something, uh, a PlayStation 5 equivalent, because they keep calling PS now a PS4 service. So, mm. yeah, I, I'm great question. Great question. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, petulant view. Also, Kyle. I realized, did you ever say what your gaming um, oh. guilty pleasure is? Oh, no, I didn't. I'm so sorry. My guilty pleasure. What is my gaming guilty pleasure? I really don't think I have one. Like, I just play games. Like, what, like my guiltiest pleasure is, like, I play um, on my Xbox every now and again. <laughs> I would say for you, your guilty pleasure is uh, playing a lot of Battle Royales. Okay. Someone looked down on me on that. I'll take that. Yeah. I, I'm not not in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, I'm sure if you look at like your game log and yeah. how many hours you put into each battle royale, there mm-hmm. it's probably pretty staggering. Yeah, I felt. I a mean, like, guilty I'm cause... I'm close to 200 in MLB The Show 21. 200 hours already. Yeah. Pretty so, fools. I don't I'm, try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I mean, I'm being, I'm being uh, humble here, but yeah. I think like the guiltiest thing is like last week was the first week ever I played my Xbox more than my PlayStation. Yeah. You know, like I really enjoy Halo. <laughs> I sure. guess that's my guiltiest thing. Also, like yeah, big news. I now have an Xbox Series X. Uh, boo. So I've, I've completed the trilogy. Boo. Definitely this not getting that OLED Xbox. Switch. But Isn't that crazy? I know. Ever. And I barely used the One X, so yeah. I'm hoping I use this one a little bit more. Yeah, I feel I like one hundred percent. I will. Game 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 Pass for me has been the the biggest sham because all I do is play Sea of Thieves and Halo on it. <laughs> yeah, and that, like I should have just bought those games. I probably would have saved a bit of money to be honest. <laughs> my My but, deadline was before uh, the indie game Death's Door comes out. Okay, because that's on Xbox, and I wanted it. That's coming out in like thirteen days or or so. Ooh, got a countdown for that, yeah. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. So I wanted to play it on my TV. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> happy to be here, coach. 
Kyle, let's end the show with my favorite segment in the world. What you've been playing. Kyle, Ooh. I know you started camp. You've been a busy boy. Have yeah. you actually been able to sit down and play something? Uh, other than MLB The Show doing my daily moments, no. Damn, Nothing really? too crazy. Um, besides the uh, many cheap Platinums I got on 4th of July, um, nothing too like outlandish and like worthy of me highlighting, so I sure. won't. Um, but yeah, just like small little things. I'm gonna. I'm trying to find the new groove of mm. finding balance between are, working and then playing. Are, and also, like my nephew right was born last week. Oh my so god! Like, I didn't even say congratulations. So like, there's no. You're fine. You said congratulations in a text, but not on the so show. Like we should have made it a bigger it's deal fine. in the beginning. It's fine. L- little yeah, baby so, Owen, right? Little baby Owen, yeah, old man himself with his wrinkly knees and his furrowed brow. He looks like Mr. Magoo uh, sometimes when he gets worried. So yeah, so like I've been, I've been busy. I've been too tired to game, but I'm hoping to find that balance because there's a lot of stuff that I want to play like really bad, like the the integrated DLC, the Yuffie stuff. I so badly want to play it. There's a like the store I said now that I have Game Pass, like I, I want to play Halo for the first time ever, like for single player stuff at least. Could we, could back we into stream gears. that together, Kyle? I would love to. Let's let's plan something out here because I would love to stream Halo 1 all the way to the most disappointing game in that series, Halo 5. Okay. Yeah. And you'd be like, Joe, why do you like this? This seems fine. I'd be like, let's put a helmet on. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. Oh, uh, also, yeah. Mass yeah. Effect 2. I also want to get back to Mass Effect. Oh, my God. At some point. <laughs> Dude, I've been... I'm I'm legitimately in a gaming rut. As you all know, if, you, if you're a patron last week, I said I'm trying to be healthier, so I've been more active, which means I'm way more tired. And yesterday, I... It was yesterday or two days ago. I signed up to the to the local swimming hole, the pool. Ooh. And I was like, this is supposed to be good for your joints, for big guys like us. It's great for exercise. Five minutes in, I'm not like I stepped into the pool. I go to do the, <laughs> you know, the Spider-Man lunge where you're at the edge of the oh, pool. Oh, yeah. I told you on the, the Patreon post show, like you are not, or maybe on the main show. Yeah. You're, you're not having fun in the pool if you're not an action movie, slow-mo, exactly. superhero. Yeah. You're not doing yeah. it right. Yeah. <laughs> This is the little bit of childhood I got left. So I tried to do the Spider-Man <laughs> lunge and uh, I banged my knee pretty bad. So I've been, I've been chilling out on the couch um, and there's really nothing on on my PlayStation that is like giving me the urge to go and, and, and play. Like, I don't know if I said it on last week's show, but uh, Scarlet Nexus is just not doing it for me. I'm going to give it one more shot, but like... It is something with I think Japanese developed games I'm I'm seeing where it's you have to be into all of the mechanics everything about it because it's not all, all those things will come to play. It's not something you could avoid. Like I would love to avoid the relationship stuff in this game, but it I keep on getting confronted by it and if I don't do it, my team will actually get worse off. So like it's oh, literally okay. these moments where the gameplay just halts for this really convoluted story and these relationships that I could care less for. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm I'm playing as Kasane, and she's, like, the most unlikable character. 
She just doesn't even know how to speak to people. And she's making decisions that make no sense. And like, it's like, oh, it's the end of the world, but I want to know if Yukito likes me type of stuff that I hate. I hate. And so it's there in just such a major and unavoidable way where I just want to get to the me beating, beating stuff up. And I'm just constantly paused because I, I have to go through this dumb dialogue. And some of the characters are just completely unlikable. Just sure. completely unlikable. And there's so many of them. And so many of them are poorly introduced. It's just, it's not doing it for me. And I'm, I'm feeling a little bit bummed out by that. But other than that, Kyle, that's really it in terms of PlayStation that I've been playing. I think what I want to be checking out this week uh, as I play Gravity Rush, and I think I'm going to stream Gravity Rush as well. Um, I'm going to check out Chicory, I think. Chicory! Yeah, that's also been staring at me every time I turn my PlayStation. Yeah. I'm like, play me, Kyle, play me. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, because I need something chill and relaxed, I think, right now. Because we're in the lull month. I see a lot of people going, man, I'm in a slump. I don't know what I, I'm, I'm going to be playing. But I think it's going to be Chicory. I think there are some cool indies that we can't talk about right now that I want to be trying out as well. But like, even like Tribes of Midgar looks Dope is all hell, dude. Uh, Chris Tales looks really great. Um, you know, there's a lot of cool indie stuff coming out this month that I feel like not enough people are kind of looking at. But there's, yeah, it's it's a it's a cool month, nonetheless. Absolutely. That mm-hmm. said, Kyle, before we head on out, I do want to shout out one show that is literally speaking to my soul. That's right, a TV show. I'm watching Dave on Hulu. Oh yeah, that show is incredible. I've heard. It is it is an FXX comedy if there was one. Like take like Always Sunny with this guy trying to be a rapper. And that's it's it's literally some of the funniest stuff I've seen in a minute. I'm absolutely mm-hmm. loving it. That's what I've been kind of chilling to. I'm kind of yeah. more looking at like um not interactive media, but like just media I could kind of chill out with and veg Yeah, out passive. With. Yeah, just passive. kind of like watching. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really what I've been doing this week. Not a whole lot of games, unfortunately. Hopefully next week that changes. But with that, Kyle, what a chill episode this has been. What a great episode as well. Uh, Anything you'd want to shout out before we hit on out of here? Sure, yeah. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at MrKStep as well. That is my name on PSN. And now officially on Xbox, now that I have an Xbox again. Um, I am so little upset at you, Microsoft. That when I created my account for the 1X, you gave me a name that is not the one I inputted. And so I used my free name change. So I had to pay to get my Mr. K stuff on Xbox last night. Come on. How dare you? But yeah, Mr. Xbox, PSN, Twitter, Xbox, all that fun things. Uh, You can follow all those sweet indies that Joe was uh, uh, alluding to and uh, the upcoming all indie news over at 61indie. That's S-I-X-O-N-E indie.com and on twitter and all all the things um i'll be streaming i think friday night because i owe a couple bonus streams of me finishing re2 remake uh the claire run side of things i'm in the laboratories with claire um so i'm excited about that and probably some phantom abyss Mm. that legends of the temple game and some other cool things so go, go check that out yeah and you can check me out over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. You can check out the show over on YouTube at The Trophy Room Show. You can find us over wherever you find your podcast services, whether that's Apple Play, Spotify, 
Google Play, wherever the place, wherever podcasts you find, you can find us there. Please rate us five stars. And again, uh, you can also support us over on patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room at 70 patrons. And we're getting there slowly but surely. I'm starting a Soulsborne series. I don't know what it's going to be about, but I'm starting it. I want to talk about Soulsborne. I want to get deep, dive deep into the lore, into the gameplay of what makes these series appeal to so many, like myself. So with that said, with that all out of the way, everybody, love you, keep you what's about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Love you.